for the first time I have two guests at once, Elaine Wong and Kevin Yeo. They are the most generous hosts of the Hatchery Place. It's a very cozy co-living space where I lived between October 2019 and September 2020. They transitioned from corporate careers to the world of arts and crafts, where Hatchery is a central place of their varied activities. Together, we talk about long-term traveling, authentic connections and building a healthy co-living community. Learn more in this uplifting episode and check the notes at nerdontour.net slash hatchery. That's nerdontour.net slash hatchery. Hello and welcome. I am Piotrek Bodera and this is Nerd on Tour podcast for digital nomads. Since 2005, I've been working in tourism and web development around the globe. Here, I combine the best bits of the internet, long-term traveling and decentralization. Each episode unlocks wisdom through the power of thoughtful conversation. My guests are fascinating personalities, vagabonds, developers, artists, entrepreneurs, free spirits, technologists. Together, we explore unique ways of life that will expand your autonomy. Listen to the Nerd Under podcast for free in your preferred podcast app. Would you like to be notified about new episodes? Subscribe to Nerd on Tour newsletter. It's an email subscription list about all things digital nomad. Each Tuesday, you will get a minimalistic email from me. It can contain a short story, link to a new blog post or podcast episode. Every time I try to make it practical and thoughtful. Subscribe at nerdontour.net slash newsletter. Hello and welcome to Nerd on Tour podcast. My name is Piotrek and today I join for the very first time episode with two guests at the same time. They are my hosts in the Hatchery Place, the co-living space where I am right now in Kuala Lumpur. And I would like to talk to Elaine and Kevin, who are artists, uh, craftsmanship, if I can say uh, like that. They know how to create stuff from nothing and how to create a very cozy and uh, homey uh, place uh, to stay for digital nomads. And I would like you guys to introduce yourself. Elaine? Hi. Hi, Piotrek. Thank you for having me. My name is Elaine. I'm uh, an artist and also the co-host for The Hatchery Place in Subangjaya, Kuala Malaysia. Awesome. And Kevin. Hey. My name is Kevin. Thanks for having me. I'm currently um, a woodworker. I run woodworking workshops and I teach children and adults woodworking as well. Okay. The very important part of uh, traveling and uh, being in places is to uh, have a home is to have a space <laughs> where you can find a proper accommodation and also a place where you can work online on your projects. So before we step into the world of the Hatchery Place, could you begin your journey from your corporate career? What was it and when was it? What did you do? Elaine, you want to start first? That was 2015. And where it all started, <laughs> or where the dream started. 
Hmm. In 2015, um, early, the earlier part of 2015, we were both still in corporate. I was in Germany as a software consultant um, for hospitality software. So I was basically still traveling around the world doing implementation for hotels uh, for their software. And then we both uh, have different corporate lives. Kevin's in Malaysia and I'm in Germany. And then we decided that enough is enough. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. we, we decided <laughs> to make one big leap in our lives that we shall tender our resignation at that very year and start um, this big leap in the mid of 2015. So I think we did it at the same time almost the same time, we served yeah. the same three months of uh, resonation service, <laughs> the last three months of our work. And then we actually didn't really know what to do at that point. We just know that we have to quit corporate mm. before we started to do anything else. Because then if we don't quit one avenue or one door, another door won't open. So I think that was our, our mantra back then. Yeah, so it was... We were both in corporate 2015. And Kevin, what were you doing? I was a software consultant in IT and you were also in IT. Yeah, I'm, I was also in IT. I do mostly digital content. Mm -hmm. I was with the Central Bank of Malaysia back then. I create a lot of content, but none of them are tangible. Everything, <laughs> yeah, everything is uh, digital. Yeah, uh, create. easy to create and easy to forget, delete or like yeah. put away somewhere on yeah. some. As much as I like design, I like to mm -hmm. make stuff, but I also like to do, do things with my own hands. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's that's when I realized that I don't want to spend most of my time, majority of my time, mm -hmm. behind a big screen in front of the computer, mm. uh, dealing with all the zeros and ones. <laughs> yeah. For the record, but up till 2015, we both were in corporate for like more than 10 years. Yeah, already. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. we've been doing the same thing for, for decades. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> it feels like decades. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's, I think I, my case was all, almost the same as Elaine. I, was, I, I knew that I wanted to quit Mm -hmm. And the the question is when. So I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do, but I only know uh, I don't want to continue my mm -hmm. corporate mm -hmm. life. Could you just tell me if during the time of your corporate career, did you have those micro moments like some weekends or some retreats that you could, you know, drive into the world of arts that you kind of... You know, that was your way out of the everyday job? Did you do I, I think it's more on my part, though, because mm -hmm. uh, Kevin was very fully uh, a web content creator. So I don't, I'm not sure about Kevin, but I can say in my life, mm -hmm. it's very, very obvious because, okay, traveling is part of, was part of my job. Mm -hmm. uh, hospitality was also part of my job. I already meet travelers and people and people who go for vacations mm -hmm. in my daily uh, life. Mm -hmm. And because I found my hobby, it was a hobby and passion in uh, painting in 2010. 
So I I liked it a lot that I, it has become a hobby that I took with me when I travel. So I will pack in my suitcase all my brushes and paints and small canvases, and then I'll do it in at night after all my. Uh, day day job has done, and I retreat into my hotel room, mm-hmm. and then I will paint, and and it's a secret that is only known by the housekeeping staff. <laughs> secret artist. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's weird, you know. Like I don't uh-huh. really tell people about my my hobby. Uh huh. Uh huh. As, as for me, I um, <laughs> mine is a little bit different. I still create digital content up until even after my. I quit the corporate job because I still do freelance mm-hmm. um, projects. But over the weekend uh, or whenever that I have, sometimes I will always um, do some DIYs. I will um, create something with hands, something that is non-digital, yeah, tangible, <laughs> tangible <laughs> things uh, that I can hold, that I can touch. I so, remember you had mm. the hobby of. Painting the model kit? Yeah, yeah, I like to do okay. model, modeling kits. I, I do like have planes substantial or... uh, cars. automobile. Cars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I do have some substantial of uh, collection of kits and colors and tools. <laughs> I, in fact, I, I even I set up a room to do that. Mm. But having a day job is okay. just not possible to do this like all the time. That is why I, I realized It was our that escape. Yeah, I realized that um, mm-hmm. having a corporate life is not what I really wanted to pursue for the rest of the life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Then again, uh, when? That's the question. Mm. So I think at one point, we both sort of uh, going through all this question mm-hmm. and we decided to come to the set a date. So mm-hmm. 2015 <laughs> was the year that uh, we decided to... To be courageous. Uh, yeah, to be courageous, <laughs> to be brave. And, <laughs> and the transition for you guys, was it like the three-month period, just end of the job, and then the next day you are buying the new property for no, the... No, not no, exactly. So everything we, happened. So what was the trans- transition? So as we said, when we quit our job, we still um, wasn't clear. What's okay. the direction that we should go? What's the next yeah. step? Yeah, yeah. Mm. We, I just know I have a hobby and he knows he loves... We, we both love arts and crafts. Mm. And that's like one thing that uh, we shall put in our heart as a driving direction. And the second thing that we both enjoy is also hosting travelers, which is interesting because I already work in hospitality field all this while. So I know the ins and outs of tra- uh, hospitality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, field. But for Kevin, it's different, which yeah. is yeah, something I, I really admire what he was doing. I like traveling, so but you know when whenever you can't travel, you can always host other travelers. travelers yeah, so I was yeah. in couchsurfing, <laughs> and I, I, I hosted really a few couchsurfers, and we we become a very good friend. Uh-huh. And ever since then, I started Airbnb. At that point, Airbnb was just. Um, in the early stage of yeah, uh, yeah. the beginnings so in the beginning mm-hmm. stage and I was thinking um, since I can do hosting why not I try Airbnb right so mm-hmm. I can at least make do the same thing while having some extra income yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I realized that it actually opens my mind a lot mm-hmm. and more importantly open the heart mm-hmm. in or in order to allow strangers come to your house mm-hmm, and mm-hmm you know, share your accommodation, 
and share your life a little mm. bit with travelers. Did you use the couch surfing also as a surfer in 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 some places that you were the guests in some countries? I was I was the host only. So you never, yeah. so you never were no the guest. No. Okay. I only use Airbnb as the guest when I was we were traveling. Okay. So yeah, but this is also transactional. Yeah, like yeah. You're, you're paying as a as exactly. A guest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how we we do the transition. I mean, we realize the yeah. little things that we have already been doing. Mm-hmm. So these two points: one is art and craft, the other is uh, hosting, and that that's more like we put that in our mind as this is the things that we still enjoy to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, in 2015, when we quit our our job, we were just yeah. thinking of let's just do all the things that we didn't have to the chance to do it when mm. we were in corporate. Which is traveling. traveling. <laughs> so we both uh, did a, a short three months of backpacking. Mm-hmm. So I was in Germany, which is a very ideal place to start yeah. because there are so many countries C- around Central me. place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so I asked Kevin, who was uh, in Malaysia at that time, to, well, we both quit our job, let's come travel. So he came to look mm. for me in Germany and we did a lot of uh, traveling around for mm-hmm. a few months. Mm-hmm. I think during the travel, um, we somehow get the idea of co-working plus co-living concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Remember? Yeah. yeah. At we one realized. point uh, during the traveling, because I was doing freelance project and mm-hmm. you know, having a freelance project means you have no rest time. Yeah, you, are, you always <laughs> have to you know serve the client and, and customer and find a cafe or some other yeah, yeah, yeah. office, the office, <laughs> yeah, right. where you yeah. can do the work. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I remember when we do the traveling, we didn't book the expensive accommodation. <laughs> we choose uh-huh. the cheapest possible. <laughs> That's because we want to Save money. Ma- maximize course, our our cost of yeah, traveling yeah, yeah yeah so um i i think at one point we were at berlin mm-hmm. and my work was piled up because i didn't have proper internet mm. uh, no proper table proper table no, in the accommodation in yes, the accommodation in the yeah. that we stay. and we <laughs> end up have to look for a co-working mm. space mm-hmm. and we both actually took a train and bus and walk it took us two hours <laughs> just, to reach, to just to reach to the place <laughs> yeah because back in 2015 co-working is still not the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. very trendy so thing how did you know about it like was oh, it the was first time there was some kind of a directory back then oh, there was like the one and only dir- uh, uh-huh. web directory that lists all the yeah, co-working yeah. spaces but have you heard about the idea of co-working be- yes. before yes. then? Yes. I heard okay. somewhere, it's like a distant yeah. memory, some, yeah, and something we, somewhere. <laughs> we were thinking, hey, we're in Berlin. I think if we ever search for co-working, we mm. should be able to find it. Yeah, yeah, so it's we, Berlin. Yeah, and it's Berlin. Only, yeah, it's Berlin. You should, you should be able to find anything anywhere yeah, in yeah, Berlin. Exactly. So we found it. We found a yeah. desk, uh, two hot desks for, two hot for desk. co- two of us. So we focus, mm. everything gets done, happy and I think this works for travelers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is the important starting point. Yeah, Traveling doesn't realize. mean you don't need to work. Travelers yeah. does, yeah, you know. Yeah. Especially for work. a three-month-long travel. Um, and then we are not super saved up. Mm-hmm. We have to work as we go along the travel. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, point yeah. that that hits home. I, I do believe that the whole idea of digital nomad is 
partially like recognizing that if you don't want to fit into nine to five job with like at most two weeks of a vacation in a year (laughs) then like what is the other way yeah Yeah. you can go for a longer period of time while you need to have a place to work exactly so and then it depends on you yeah if you want to work two weeks in a month and then have two weeks on you know vacation and do whatever but you can do this continuously yeah it all is based on your work i think from that point we realized we need to um the world it's not about us yet Mm. the world needs a place where we can live like Mm -hmm, a traveler mm -hmm. when we travel Mm. comfortably an accommodation that suits us with the working part in place. The yeah. world needs this and we realize this. Mm. And then we realize, uh, we also ask ourselves, like, do Malaysia have this? If we were okay. to come back here, is there any places that <laughs> mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. this uh, this kind of uh, combination? Did you find anything at that time? Mm, actually, no, 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 no. In nothing. 2015, year, no. no. But no. towards 2016, we start to hear people try talk about this mm. model. But it's still more. Uh, people are still new to co-working. Even not, yeah, yeah, we don't exactly. even talk about co-living. <laughs> people in Malaysia, they were like, they ask us, "What are you guys doing here?" Okay, so backtrack a little bit. Mm. After three month travel, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin came back, but I continued to travel for another three months. Mm-hmm. So I was traveling for six months in total. Mm. Another three months in Romania, and then only I come back in somewhere in September to join Kevin. Mm-hmm. And that was when we sit down and keep brainstorming. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Berlin mm. part is mostly just the seed planted in our mind. Yeah. Mm. We, we actually didn't carry out any action plan at all. Yeah. yeah until, until end of 2015? Yes. At the end of the year, when we sat mm-hmm. down, I think one of... There was one afternoon I remember very clearly. Like we 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 say we had to do this, and the name just came up. The hatchery place just came. Up. The name just <laughs> yeah pop up magically, <laughs> appeared magically from somewhere in this bubble, and yeah. there was a bulb that was like shining. Yeah, and then being him immediately, he sketched a logo. Nice. <laughs> which is the three X. Yeah, which is the three really, X. Really. It was like, yeah, very, very funny. We, uh-huh. we tried different names, it all doesn't work. But mm-hmm. this when when we really seriously sat down and that light bulb moment came, mm-hmm. we have the name, the hatchery place, we have the logo mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. in that afternoon. It's like just a light bulb moment for me. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm not sure if Kevin remembers it. But we were sitting in that our <laughs> back room <laughs> doing all this. Yeah. yeah. So b- before we uh, go uh, very into the idea of the hatchery place, uh, let's talk more about the traveling, like w- the experience. Uh, because how long, Elaine, you were in Europe in total? You mean from the day I worked there as yeah, in the corporate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like four years. Four years. In, 2011 in till 2015. Okay. Almost okay. four years. And that was like that was the plan from the beginning that you will be there for a few years or you kind of I, I, prolonged? I, back then, I actually, maybe even now, I don't mm. really know how to plan long term. Okay. So I, <laughs> I'm kind of a drifty person when it comes to planning for long term. Mm. So when I got the job to, to, uh, to do that in Germany, my my I don't have plans. I was like, okay. as long as it takes me, if life takes me permanently there, if I okay. to die okay. there, I just okay, okay, 
so I ended up doing four to five. Mm-hmm. I had the calling to cook. Okay, okay, but you the the calling was like there in Germany when you realize it's it's like the, the calling was so loud that you cannot stop it and <laughs> okay I think okay. partially you also wanted to do art um, so so much mm-hmm. and it's kind of difficult to start art career in Europe oh, yeah that's true mm-hmm. um, yeah when I was painting a lot in Germany and even mm-hmm. had my I self-funded my exhibition before okay. I come back here because I painted a lot in my in my Germany home and I, I mm-hmm. needed to sell them you know I don't want to bring all of the paintings back to Malaysia okay. Okay. if I could I make an exhibition and I hope I could sell them how do you sell paintings in Germany Yeah, the thing is, in Germany or in Europe, is yeah. that people appreciate art more. As long okay. as people know you sell art, I mean, okay. if they're interested to take a look at your artwork, and with if but is there like a gallery that you go yeah, to? Yeah, there was and, several galleries. Okay. I mean, in I, in Munich, yeah. Yeah, What, in uh, Munich. I was very thick-skinned. I just mm. knock on gallery doors and ask them, "Hey, I'm this Asian." I paint. <laughs> you want my art? You know, <laughs> hopefully they buy on this. Oh, Asian is different. <laughs> Artists from far away yeah, came exotic. all the way here yeah, yeah, like, to paint. I, I hope they buy the exotic okay, thing. Okay. And they did, apparently. Uh, exotic what, painting from Malaysia. Yeah, some. A kind lady who, who um, owns a gallery allows me to to use uh, her space to hold mm-hmm. my exhibition. Of course, I told her my story and she's mm-hmm. interested in it. So that's how I can sell some art. <laughs> okay, okay. And did you have um, some particular help from locals or, or some you know local community of artists that were like competing or like, more yeah, helping? I didn't manage to actually... Uh, dive deep into mm. the art scene in Munich because I was more uh, I'm deep in the corporate world mm. so therefore I, I I missed out on mm. connecting with any art scene people in in Munich so I just mm. blindly show my art like just do whatever I want to do without knowing any insiders tips and whatever mm-hmm, whatsoever mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. most people who supported me were my co- colleagues back then uh, and then I realized that Wow, if I were to go into the business of art in Munich, in Germany itself, mm-hmm. it's not easy because then my visa is different. Mm-hmm. I have to reapply something else. I'm okay. not even sure if I'm qualified <laughs> because I don't really, I'm self-taught. I yeah. don't even have any degrees yeah, in art. Yeah, yeah. So I realized that I told I told Kevin, mm. Malaysia, where our own country is, mm. it's actually a better place to start anything mm. because I can easily build a community mm-hmm. here, back here, than to spend more years. I think I could if I would to mm. invest more years and energy and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. in another country. To, to understand their system and yeah. their culture yeah. and then maybe... Exactly. But then mm. I think financially, it is just not so sustainable to do Because zero. Europe is expensive exactly, in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To start from zero mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. in a foreign country, mm-hmm, better mm-hmm. I come back to my own country and start the zero. Mm-hmm, it gets mm-hmm. to 10 easier. That's my, okay, my point. Okay. And uh, Kevin, if I... Uh, schedule the events in my head correctly. Is it the time that you were still playing in as a percussionist uh, and and touring around Malaysia when when Elaine was was in Europe? You mean the the band? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I playing, wasn't. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I didn't start 
jamming and playing music until 2017. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was just a hobbyist. Hobbyist. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I did, I did enjoy traveling, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. even though when I was in corporate world, uh, been to a few cities for work-related yeah. projects yeah. and and such, and Europe and US. So therefore, I think um, traveling is also very important in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's also the main reason that uh, Elaine and I we both um, thinking about starting a co-living plus co-working space. Mm-hmm. I think in this era, if we were to backtrack, we were doing a lot of personal growth activities. For Kevin, I remember when I was in Germany, he went into veganism. Mm. He had uh, he adopted a, an old dog that eventually passed away mm. because of cancer. Back in Germany? No, no he, uh, no, when here. I was in oh, Germany, okay. he was still in Malaysia. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I remember his life stages of... Uh, there's a lot of bouts of growth in her his life mm. because of the things that he does, like veganism, cycling, uh, having a dog. Expedition, Airbnb, oh, and even climbing the Himalaya this mountain. So oh. that was um, <laughs> yeah. his that was accumulation of experience. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so uh, just to like wrap up the, the the ideas around traveling because it's I think it's it's always very important because I also feel that whenever I'm going and like experiencing other places, this is the time when I grow the most. So do you have any particular uh, places or, or, or uh, memories from any, you know, periods of time of your life that, oh, yeah, like this time in Germany was like the moment when I shifted yeah, from the corporate world to the new kind of art, artistry world? Like, or, or Kevin, did you have also like maybe the Himalaya trip or some other experiences were like just like eye-opening that wow like this is a new me not so much about new me but Mm. i will say a big growth Mm -hmm. that's when i was planning and even um, going through the expedition Mm. Uh, i think the big uh, expedition to to the himalaya Mm -hmm. i think the big realization is about we are very small compared Mm. to the nature <laughs> so it actually humble you down when you actually are there mm. so my i remember when bef- the first moment that i decided to join the expedition uh, it was like very motivated and then you have dreams and all such ideas about uh, conquering the yeah. the place right <laughs> but when the the, the training started and everything uh, you have to prepare for all these kind of uh, trainings. Mm. Uh, you start. I, I started to realize that um, actually it's not about us to conquer the place. It's more like the nature allows you to <laughs> enter. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Yeah, or not. Because the yeah. storm or because, some other conditions can be. Yeah. Harsh. You can't force yourself to to summit the mountain if your mm. condition is not good or you are not well prepared. So you sometimes have to decide that uh, we can do it. We can always do it the next year. So that is the 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 very important point to realize that we should actually be humble mm. and 
because the nature is always there and we only <laughs> live once. So you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty important part of the whole picture, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not about you conquering the place. It's actually uh, mm. you are given the chance to to be there. So that's the the important lesson that I actually realized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. I feel it's uh, always important, uh, at least like this is what I experience that uh, whenever I am traveling and wherever I am traveling to, I am, if I like it or not, the ambassador of (laughs) where I'm coming from. So in my case, it's it's Poland, it's Europe. And what was the experience from the perspective as you as Chinese Malaysians (laughs) who are traveling to Europe? And like um, in, in your case, Elaine, you spent quite a lot of time yeah, in, yeah. in Germany and yeah. how to kind of try to fit in. And I remember you were telling me the other day that like the first step towards kind of like understanding what's happening around is uh, through expats, yeah, through other people that were there and they were having maybe some similar issues or like just just were talking in English, not in German to you. So it was easier for you to, to fit in. So yeah, if you could just, just tell me the the perspective of traveling but also from the perspective of from your eyes yeah from the from your culture from where you are coming from maybe just my experience because mm. I, i can't represent my whole culture mm. but from my experience um when i was in germany it took me one and a half year to really break the ice uh, of mm. the community but it is quite well known that uh it's not easy to 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 be friendly with people in Munich. Um, that was what I read in most forums that I tried to, to, you know, to equip myself with mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there is a bunch of expats in Germany and there is a one popular uh, forum that everyone uses that writes in English mm-hmm. and have discussions in English. Mm-hmm. I, I found a lot of useful information over there mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. regarding the culture and or every other city information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's the best thing. And second, I also use meetup.com to mm-hmm. look for people to mingle. And another is the internations.org, mm-hmm. uh, that one. So yeah, that What was, was the first one. The first is that forum. I can't okay. remember the forum name right now, but okay. I have the link. I can send yeah, it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we'll that put it that in one is especially for uh, any people who go to Germany. Mm-hmm, And then mm-hmm. the second one is, of course, the international meetup, mm-hmm. the international. Mm-hmm. So that was my first point of trying to break in. Mm-hmm. Second is, well, this is the point where it links to your first question earlier. Where mm-hmm. is the, uh, the moment, like a, pivotal moment that yeah, I think yeah. that I that drives me to the who I am today mm-hmm. because during the four years there I realized the importance of community or your own tribe mm-hmm. which I can never dig deeper than what I wanted there over there mm-hmm. even though I spent four years there I do have my gangs of friends that I've you know, hang yeah, around yeah, yeah. and you know some of them like <laughs> Abel. Well, uh-huh. so that was from my language course that I, I took German language course. So we have some kind of like common common thread that link us mm-hmm. together because mm-hmm. we are all foreigners and we, we are all struggling to learn the, the language. But that point of where I want my own tribe where everything um, 
works out in a resource, resourceful way, mm-hmm. like how I am now today in Malaysia, I can never be able to form that in, in Germany given this short time. Mm-hmm. And I know the importance of that because, for example, if you were to come back to the present me right now, mm-hmm. if you were to ask me where can I find this, I can just, in my fingertip, I know this person and that person that mm. you'll be able to find whatever you're looking for. But in Germany, in do, during that four years, I still haven't get to the point where my tribe is always there. Like, these mm. people I know, and this if I can go to that people for this important thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so that was one pivotal point that mm. I want to create for myself in wherever I go. Uh, and the point brought me back to Malaysia, of course, that I want my own tribe where mm-hmm. the resources are, are rich mm. that you can always get it, you know. Yeah, because yeah. I always believe you cannot be like one one person. Yeah, a lone wolf. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It's very hard to it, be. It doesn't yeah. work this way in life, you know. Yeah, if, yeah, no matter, yeah. I'm an introvert and I really wish that the world is just me and the world <laughs> and yeah. no one else. <laughs> yeah. It would be very, very short-lived <laughs> world. <laughs> exactly. So we really need our tribe. Yeah. That was one point, yeah, yeah. That, that drives me to um, find my way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The second thing, the second pivotal moment was my three-month stay in Romania mm-hmm. uh, at a fr- uh, my best friend's house. And that also leads me to the point where I think um, more authentic connection is needed. Mm. So that's how shaped all my uh, vision for the hatchery. And you met with them in Germany. Yeah, we were we were ex colleagues in the same company, mm-hmm. and we also quit at the almost the same time okay. <laughs> because uh, my best friend wants to return to Romania, and mm-hmm. so after our three months of backpacking, I continue three months of staying in Romania and mm-hmm. and and you know figuring out and also sexing in in uh, Romania. Mm-hmm. So in three months, it's an, an intensive co living with my uh, mm-hmm. best friends in Romania in a different culture. Even though that the village, that the, the photos that you showed us, it looks very pristine and fresh, and the air quality is, is super high. <laughs> yeah. It's not like official co-living space, yeah. It, no, no, it's not. It was just a house. It's, yeah, it's a co-living <laughs> situation yeah. where you know your host take you in into their house. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. live together with them. You work mm-hmm. with them. You know, so it's uh, also that moment in my life that I realize, uh, yeah connection authentic connection is needed because in three months all of you will be shown to people mm-hmm. you can't keep your good side yeah on. yeah 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> it can't be that presentable you for three months and then hide the the other facades you know so that that is the, the point that drives me to i really believe that consistency is the last thing that cannot be uh, conquered by the big tech companies or by you know the facade of any makeup or any you know filter on your newest social media app because it is easy to trick other people in a sense that oh look at me i am flexing my muscles but can you do this over and over and over and over 24 7 (laughs) and especially if you are in a situation of like co-living yeah or like being in a very close close proximity so yeah it's it's so important to understand that 
there are some characteristics of your character, if you like it or not, <laughs> that will surface. And also because of the situation. Yeah? There are some situations in the world happening uh, right now, or they will be, or, or, or just happened in the past, that always push us into some situations when we don't really even enjoy ourselves sometimes. Yeah. It's a deep topic. <laughs> yeah, it is. But uh, at the same time, I, I think it's pretty humble from the perspective that when I was working as a tool leader, I think it's it's one of very few jobs that allows you to be with other people 24-7 for like very intensive, you know, let's say a week, 10 days, 14 days. And they go there uh, mostly to, to enjoy the views, the places, the cuisine but they also cannot hide their true self. <laughs> and you have to be this, you know, magic creature that is always smiling and always happy to help them, whatever is happening in your personal life, because it's part of your job. But it's also about your, your human character. Yeah, like you, you need to be there to, to support them, even if you have a bad day. Yeah? And yeah. they can see that you have a bad day. It's not a big deal. As long as you do the job, as long as you can, you know, be the, the person that they they follow. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So let's uh, let's move more into into the idea of the co-living and just uh, preparations. Yeah. So what was the story for you to find the real estate to find the owner of the place that would understand this crazy idea that you have <laughs> that he agrees to to what are you planning to do uh, actually it <laughs> actually it didn't go as what everyone thought it was mm. um, okay let me uh, get this started okay <laughs> so after we we have done our travel and then we both come back to Malaysia and we sort of uh, done our relaxation period mm -hmm. and vacations yeah and then we <laughs> yeah it's the time to face the real situation where you have to make money yeah you know, yeah, you need to pay investment the bill, yeah into a new venture so I was still doing freelance mm -hmm. as the main income because I have quit the corporate job so doing freelance means. Uh, Basically, you're working all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah so to. at first, we were at home. I was working from home and nothing gets done because <laughs> I didn't have proper discipline mm. uh, to work from home. Uh, the home is too comfortable. Mm. There's kitchen to make there's something. Dishes, there's laundry. There's so much distractions. distractions. TVs, couch, comfortable Cats. couch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we didn't have cats, uh, cats uh, that time, but uh, it's, it's too comfortable for... for uh, we lose the structure. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's no structure You were too long in the structure. And I started to see, immediately I started to see the effects because mm. the income hurts. Mm. And at the same time, Elaine was also having a similar situation where she yeah. couldn't paint because there's a, not a proper space for her to mm. do the painting. I guess it's just the, the structural habit that we have uh, gained throughout our uh, corporate career mm -hmm. has, um, you know, ingrained in us that we needed to wake up and have a destination to go to work. So it was, we lost it <laughs> overnight. And it was like, so we couldn't work. <laughs> okay. okay. So we both come, uh, decided to, okay, we, we actually need a place to, to make it into our home office and mm -hmm. also a studio for Elaine. And that's when we decided to rent a space. 
a house actually. Mm. We yeah. don't win commercial lot mm. because commercial lot is way much more expensive. Yeah. That's why we are actually looking for uh, another house and turn it into home office. Mm -hmm. And that's why we we came across to uh, to find this to find place. This place. Find, we found this we place. didn't want to go too far because one of the reasons that I decided to quit the job is to not traveling so far. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to quit one one office and start another office and start Sitting a new in the car <laughs> exactly just to drive so, from place so to place. ideally the place should be walking distance from our home yeah. so that's why we will we, we search for uh, in within our neighborhood mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's how we come to this the hatchery place yeah so mm -hmm, and then when we started to started this place it was totally empty it was uh, like a blank canvas everything is white you don't see which is anything. good actually mm. yeah we love it because yeah. we were both into yeah. uh designing interiors from scratch. From yeah scratch. we like to have have the place built according to our own yeah. essence yeah, yeah. our personal mm. preference <laughs> our style yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then so when we found the place the the owner, like, he doesn't really understand what we're trying to do. Actually, we didn't meet the owner. We only yeah, deal the with agent. the agent. Okay. But they don't, they don't really know what we're trying to yeah, do. Yeah. Just tell them that we're, we're here, okay. we rent this place as a place we, when we come to work. Yeah. So as <laughs> far as the owner knows, it's this home office. <laughs> yeah, that was back then. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the owner visits us after we set it all up. And yeah. then we try to explain to him what we're doing. And then he got it. Because he has heard of Airbnb before. And okay. It's, okay. it's easy for... And we are... Um, because when the owners are here, the travelers are here as well. So he has seen a lot of travelers and he's, they are curious they ask questions about what's um, who are they and exactly there is always new faces yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think we knows. did a pretty good job dressing up his place nicely <laughs> uh -huh. so uh -huh. we sort of earned the trust okay okay yeah we yeah. take care of the the place we, we make a pretty garden in uh, at the front mm -hmm. porch so when we started this place it was empty and then only everything falls together because we realized that the two of us, we have this big dream. We wanted to come to work, but the whole house yeah. is more than uh, too, too much for us because we have two person and we have the whole house. Mm. <laughs> it's just the not so ecological use of space. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me get this straight. The idea in the very beginning was for you just to have an office. Yes. So you didn't think about not co living, yet. not yet. Yeah, not it's yet. Like okay. pieces of puzzles, the um, okay. visions are there, <laughs> messages of uh, the universe are there. Okay. Okay. You know, like but then, it's not put up together. Yeah, yet. They, don't, they don't come together. It looks exactly like our favorite game, the Overcooked. <laughs> we have uh, the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all need to put it in the big pot <laughs> and yeah. stir it, and then we have the dish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, of course, life don't turn up like how you write stories. Yeah. It's you know? not like we, we scripted our life and mm -hmm. then we know what to do exactly. It is not like that. So much clues that we need yeah. to get from here okay. and there. Okay. So it takes, I think the whole process takes about oh, one, just, one year yeah. we're, we're to, not, to not put, put everything together. So okay. I think in the beginning, we also have a big problem where when we come to this place, there's no furniture at all mm. and there's full of echo. Because mm -hmm. it's empty. 
<laughs> and I remember that uh, I wanted to make everything DIY to mm-hmm. set up the tables and such. I mm-hmm. even get uh, two lorries of pallet wood mm-hmm. to, to, sh- to send to our house. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have the time because I need to make money. Yeah, yeah right? doing your freelancing. <laughs> exactly. And then I, we, we both realized that we need someone to help us. But mm. we don't have the budget to pay for the labor. Yeah. But we do have empty rooms because this house has four rooms. Mm-hmm. And we have accommodation, which is already here. Mm-hmm. And we have the material, which is also already here. Then we, we sort of come up with the idea that we can actually get help, uh, get help mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Workaway and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because we're so used to Airbnb right, yeah. and couch surfing, we yeah, like it's this part is, of the same world. This is yeah. the same yeah. people yeah. are doing this. <laughs> another way of hosting people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In exchange natural. of some exactly. you know, work. and it's fun. Mm-hmm. We we can actually host traveler again, you know. Mm. And in the exchange we get things done. Like the table that we are using now is actually built by the volunteers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, there are some great photos on the website. Yeah, I will put them in the oh, note. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the there were two people and yeah. a girl and a guy who yes, were like they are uh, putting from it Germany together. and Brazil. They um, they were dating when they were here and then they got uh-huh. married and they oh. invited us to Brazil oh, but really? we couldn't go. <laughs> so nice. So they met here. They, no, they they, they are they travel oh, before. So yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we we I think the whole chunk of 2016 uh-huh. was setting up of this place and figuring out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we are bootstrapping. We don't have any uh-huh. angel uh-huh. investors with for with our big small dream. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. had to do things really slow and work on our our own projects at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. And like Kevin need to keep on having to work on his laptop. So then we have the travelers staying with us that helps us set up the garden, the backyard, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, build the furnitures and, and brainstorm with us for events because mm. people are into events. and The drums will work. <laughs> yeah, whatever we can think of. We have all kinds of uh, creative events, sometimes led by the travelers, sometimes mm-hmm. led by our friends who are facilitators. Mm-hmm. So we just make people come here and visit us. So that um, free marketing, you know, mm. like like anybody who comes to this place, they would have one question: What is this? Is this a cafe? Is this a hostel? Is this a office? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm many questions. Like, yeah. I, I like this. I like questions uh-huh. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can always tell your your story. Yeah. Yeah. Even when, our when the... uh, we had a hard time telling mm. our parents, mm. our moms, what we're doing. Yeah. Our, our sisters thought we are running a cafe. Do, do, do <laughs> they get it now, or is it still kind of blurry? It's like oh, some people from abroad they are coming, they are leaving there, and then like <laughs> they buy one coffee know. and they stay for a week. Like what's exactly. going on? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like really, like. When we were building furniture together, mm. this is the fun part. Like everybody yeah. asks, "What are they? Exactly. Why are the some, Westerners?" Some really... illegal immigrants from Western world. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are so used to seeing um, um, foreigner, but not Westerners, mm. to work on someone. Exactly. Front yeah, yard. Yeah. 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 So this it's actually so odd to <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah. So this is actually odd. very difficult for 
those people to, mm. to digest, you see. But I think we created a stir. <laughs> yeah, from <laughs> the, the very beginning. We kind of disrupt the whole neighborhood. I, I think the neighbor was very confused and he, yeah, he, super kept, confused. he kept asking one of the, the volunteers, who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> like, what are you doing here? I think he still asks questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's still unsure what's going on yeah. here, yeah? <laughs> because as much as we explain to him, uh-huh. it's still outside of the box that he is comfortable to put in. Yes, yeah. 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 So they, they the need to have the proper is... box. <laughs> The whole concept is still very new in Malaysia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah. And um, co-living, when it started? Like, when was the moment that you had the first guests that were actually, you know, sleeping yeah, there and like so using the place? Our volunteers have stayed up there, mm. and of course, they improved the room for us. Okay, but this, bare... that was like part of the manual work still, yeah? They yeah, work away because they also it. want to sleep comfortably, so mm-hmm. they improve it by okay. <laughs> doing, because we have a lot of wood available, oh. and the volunteers mostly are skilled with at least some mm. wood, wood uh, skill, right? So mm-hmm. they can build something, and uh, they can give us feedback when they stay up there and tell us, it would be nice if you have this, it would be nice if you do this. I'll know? build it for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best. <laughs> so, we, we really have a lot of help from not only one party because they, the work away, uh, if the magic is they can come to stay for a couple of weeks yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they go on their way and they have another new ones uh, who continue who the work. The work. Yeah. Exactly. So we have a lot of them uh, at one point and it gets the, the whole uh, place built up very rapidly. Mm. But still, it's a long year thing. It's a, like a year long thing. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of it, their friends uh, who are also visiting, I remember it's a couple from France, Megan, Megan and Ben. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah they are really <laughs> lovely people. Their friends are visiting them in Malaysia, and mm-hmm. they of course promoted our space. Nice. Come and stay here together, and uh, we'll give um, we asked the host to give you a special prize, and we were like, of course, come. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, okay. please uh, be our first guest. Yeah, and that's how we start our. Co-living business. That was the first <laughs> official, yeah, official, the official okay. one. Yeah. yeah, they they yeah from word of mouth from mm-hmm. the volunteers mm-hmm. um, who invited the friends and from then of course we 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 fine tune our model because of course with every new stay mm-hmm. we learn something new we mm-hmm. learn what we have to improve and we put systems in place and I think by twenty uh, end of twenty sixteen. I we think are, everything all in place. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we were running like normal uh, through many platforms. We listed ourselves in Airbnb, in co-living directories, co-working directories, mm. everywhere, Google. So yeah, we, we, we got started by, I think you can say early 2017 was, mm-hmm. was a good year too that we are in full business. And I think it's important to underline that you are still in this mindset, yeah? Like whoever comes in in a sense that it could be another woodworker who is interested, like, oh, I want to build 10 stools for you. <laughs> like you are willing to like, okay, come on, let's do this. Yeah. Like this yeah. is like still part of the whole enterprise. Yeah. And uh, honestly, for me, it was a bit confusing in the beginning when I was reading the website and like checking all the details. And I, what I was looking for was was the stability, yeah, because yeah. I am not really skilled in any woodworking <laughs> stuff. Uh, maybe I I did it not enough to to have a proper experience. It's more about the thing that 
I wanted to to kind of shift my work. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the corporate for me meant to to work for the big company uh, as a true leader, and I wanted to focus on my projects, uh, but especially digital products. Yeah, so like uh, building up my blog and my podcast and other digital stuff. And what I realized is that I like co-working because I was working in in places like this before, and uh, usually I was finding some nice place to stay as accommodation on Airbnb. So what if I could actually combine it? (laughs) And then my uh, distance from my home to my office would be just uh, walking from my room to my desk and that's it. Did you have this what if question before you found us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is actually the the time when I found you. It was the time when I was very sure that I want to try co-living. I wasn't sure if it's going to be fit for me because you know anything can happen. I could have like bad neighbors, and then I said, "Oh, never, never again." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it all depends on so many factors. But at the same time, I already knew the difference because I was in Malaysia, in in Kota Kinabalu and Penang. Uh, and that and that time it was only the co-working yeah so i was paying like you know full price for a month to to uh, to come every day to the co-working mm-hmm. and it also varies yeah like depending how the place is run uh, but at the same time the 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 co- accommodation also was like you know sometimes very bad and sometimes quite nice and Honestly, it took a lot of effort and the energy for me to to take care of those two elements. Yeah, uh, so why not combine it? Yeah, why yes. not have it a place like this? And switching back to the hatchery, it was like, huh? So this place is like an art gallery and also a you know craft workshop and also an event space for like live music and also co-working and the, and the cafe and, and the you cat. can sleep there and there is a cat <laughs> so much bonus oh gosh yeah there is so many things and it's like oh I, I couldn't go through all of it like maybe i i couldn't just you know wrap my head around it but you know i am here how many months already it's almost a year <laughs> yeah it's almost a, re- a year in 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 october would be a year uh, the moment wow. I, I i met you yeah like the moment I, I i came for the very first time so it's we are not uh, too far from the moment that i could be like uh, almost officially living uh, in in malaysia but that's the that's the moment in time we, we're here but uh, yeah like this is really interesting to have this character you know because you you cannot have a place without the people that are running it yeah so basically Mm. the 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 (laughs) mixture of things you see when you see online of uh, all the things that we do and the photos and our lives here is a combination of both our lives kevin and i um what we do what how we live our lives and what our passions is yeah we make it a point that we want to integrate our life and our work together because we were both so tired of having to put up compartmentalize them uh, put up a corporate identity for the office and then another side of us just at home so it's the official mask for the job (laughs) from nine to five and then five oh one there's like uh, finally i can breathe no more different masks yeah we don't want to live that kind of life anymore we want to live our life authentically and therefore whatever that you are seeing is Mm. actually 
what uh, we look, what, what we, we do, what, what we, we like. do, and what we live. <laughs> mm. So we are actually encouraging people to be authentic, and we actually advocate um, authenticity, and mm-hmm. we also advocate a few things that we believe in. Mm. And part of it is actually conscious living, yeah, yeah, compassion yeah. living, yeah. yeah, and creativity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the plants are my passion, and woodworking is Kevin's passion. Cats are both our loves. <laughs> What else? Mm. We love coffee. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I I do feel that this resonates on the guests that are coming. So yeah. could you tell me about the vetting process? Because for me, it was like <laughs> the very first time that huh, the survey has like 23 questions, oh but I'm willing to, to answer all of them, honestly. That's on purpose. And I think it's, it's, it's working. So yeah. Like, I, I picked up this meticulous way yeah. of um, fact-checking from yeah, Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we realize a good match is will result in good synergy mm. in the in this environment because it's our life it's part of our life so if we have someone that doesn't synergize with us we it's it's just a waste of um each other's time mm-hmm. and, and and money and and you know space so we learn along the way throughout the years of hosting how to um spot the right match as to come into the community. So then that's why having a long list of questions helps to eliminate people that don't match because then it will be disappointing, uh, disappointment and you know different expectation from both parties. So better if I state clearly in the uh, form, mm-hmm. this is how it is, this is what we are, And how about you? <laughs> Tell yeah, us yeah, about you yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's, it's easier to, to understand each other than to having too much disappointment. Of course, uh, we we will be able to we we will see different people in when we're doing this this uh, line of work. Mm. Um, I think the most important thing, one thing, is if you have an allergy to cat, it's really difficult to live here <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. people with cat allergy. Well, with one cat in a house, it's not gonna make make it comfortable for them. So that was my main question. The mm. first question, like, are you okay with cats? So that if there's a check mark there, we we totally like, yeah. If you're a cat lover, you're one of us, you know. <laughs> so that was one of it. Mm. And then uh, we we also want to grow a synergy with where people are growth oriented. Yep. Then to just uh, sightseeing or just want to... Or business trip. Or a business trip that has nothing to do with what we do. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, in one of our important questions is what project are you currently working on? Mm-hmm. And what is your most uh, highest priority values mm-hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to know more by asking questions like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, so people who take the time to really uh, explain to us It's really good. Like no matter what project you're doing, if you are having a project, I think our environment can nurture you and support you. Mm. Rather than just you want to come here to sightsee, I think it's better that you try to look for a place where there's more sightseeing places. Yeah, not yeah, that yeah, we don't yeah. have it here. You know, we have mm. also the off the beaten path <laughs> places. Yeah, you know, you know what we are talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> secret places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but at the same time, I, I do feel this difference because I, I also, part of my job was to spend some time in like five-star hotels. And you do see the customers that are going to, to this kind of places. And when there is this corporate world traveling and guys in suits that are going to the hotel only to take a rest for like five hours because they need to catch a plane and then they are in the rush. Yeah. They will never like have a time with you to, yeah. you know, talk yeah. about life and exactly. drink a coffee. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, I'm running, I'm running because business, business, making money. So yeah. 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 we will not see this kind of people here. <laughs> sure. Yeah, not too much has crossed our path lately. No. Yeah, what we see most are... Um, people who are mostly plant-based diet people, which is fun for us because we can, you know, take them to our favorite restaurants. Yeah. Mm. We like to do that. We like to introduce. <laughs> yeah, because I'm vegetarian. Our favorite restaurant. Kevin's too. vegan. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is always a new spot that we can go and explore and check. Yeah, and yeah. Try. To to our favorite eatery places. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think most people who choose to stay with us. They do really want this quiet environment where they can focus on their work mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's the same for us. Both me and Kevin have our own creative projects that we, we need to focus on. Mm -hmm. And then we also hunger for connection. So when we have already this synergy here, we are like you and I, we are connecting now. Mm. Then rather than to go out and look for new connections, we can always have deeper and more deeper conversations yeah, in yeah, this yeah, yeah. safe space <laughs> so which is ideal for uh, to the tourists yeah, and the people yeah, yeah. who come stay with us could you tell me about some of the hatcherians that were here and some of their projects that we had the the zoom call uh, oh, some time ago yeah yeah and the hatchlings. Exactly, shall we, exactly. Shall we talk about band days? <laughs> yeah, 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 why not? Why not? I think it's like very important part of the culture here. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you hear band day, it's mm. actually Ben, <laughs> who was one of our... Um, but it's not the Ben you mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, not the one from France? No, no. It's this another Ben one. from Australia. Um, he has returned to Australia, but he was a big part of our um, resident here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he stayed for a very long time over here and he has started a few healthy habits in us. Mm -hmm. One of it is band day. So we do sports day every Monday. It was initiated by Ben mm -hmm. and Kevin together. They wanted to complete some runs in, in their weekly routine. Yeah. So they started running on every Monday. And then, of course, after running, you need to have dinner <laughs> to fuel up. Big dinner. Yeah, big dinner. <laughs> the celebration. Yeah, celebration. And then we added some extra activities when mm -hmm. Ben moved out to a very luxurious condominium. So he invited us to come join him for a swim and a run and then dinner. <laughs> and then I think we keep up with this uh, tradition. Yeah. Even even after he left. After he left. And mm -hmm. uh, we, st we since have called this band day, hashtag B-N-D-A-Y. And then we invited others to come join us. Mm. And whoever that uh, stays with us would, you know, would know that every Monday is our sports day mm -hmm, plus mm -hmm. dinner. And now it has 
with you, <laughs> it has even added an mutation. Another important <laughs> component of yeah, the Yeah, because yes. Mewtrick is day dinner plus game yes, night. Yes, because Mewtrick yes. is a gamer, so we need to add a game component into yeah, our band yeah, day. Yeah. Now it has <laughs> lengthened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are three important elements. It's sports, dinner, and games. It's yeah. like without it, it's not Bandai. We cannot... Yeah. So this is really fun because mm -hmm. um, we can we tend to overwork ourselves, and we forgot that we need to um, have healthy uh, exercises habits, yeah. habits. Yeah. and we need peer pressures because mm -hmm. I tend to get lazy if there is no peers <laughs> to move push yeah, me yeah, yeah, or yeah. move me. That's and the part of the tribe, yeah. Exactly. Like the, we we take care of each yes. other. Yes, and I'm very glad mm. that we have built up this routine or this tradition mm. uh, that we'll... I, actually, I cancel other invitations for Mondays, mm. uh, which, which people come and ask me, can we do something on Monday? No, Monday it's is a, my band day. Exactly. <laughs> I do anything else. <laughs> it's the day where I exercise, I mm. have a community conversation over mm -hmm. dinner, mm -hmm. uh, when we connect and we talk, and also we play. Because yeah, play yeah, is yeah. also very important in our lives. So mm -hmm. I, I like this. We, we, we kill three, three stones. Yeah, in one. Fun, <laughs> three birds yeah. in one stone. <laughs> even, even David offered, offered his place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's a good... Uh, one thing I realized, mm. um, we not only nurture people in this coloring space, we also hatch people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I realized that we, we have a lot of coloring residents who, have, who came here as a newbie in Malaysia mm -hmm. and uh, settled... Um, for a few months here and learn the ins and outs of uh, the community mm -hmm. and they could actually hatch and go and stay uh, at their own space and mm. still have us as their community. Mm. That was uh, one of the things that I really like because it feels like we are expanding but we are not. We, we are still in one house. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you see our... It's the our, community that's expanding. Yeah, yeah it's the community. Yeah, it's when you see our dinner photos, we have a lot of people in the dinner photo but we actually only have <laughs> three rooms. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's very important part of the building community uh, mindset. Yeah, that it's not only about the physical space or not about yeah. the membership. That you need to have this plastic card with our logo, and you need <laughs> to pay five hundred bucks per year only to be the part. Yeah. And if not, then we cancel your WhatsApp group membership. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's no. not about this. <laughs> That's what I realized. Uh, what I was lacking when I was a, a foreigner in 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 a foreign country, mm. I need something like this. So now now I'm happy that I have created something like yeah, this for yeah, myself yeah. and also for others. But I wish. There are more places like this in the world, which I think is happening now with the co-living movement, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where you get your tribe, you're equipped with all the resources about that local uh, place, mm -hmm. and then you you are able to be independent. You don't really need to always stay in the same nest, but mm. you know you had the whole tribe behind you, supporting mm. you, and helping you to treasure, you know, to to run around in this local environment. Mm -hmm. Do you, because I heard a few times before that you have quite a lot of interviews with uh, like local newspapers or some other owners of other co-living and co-working spaces. So you are now like mentoring others how to do this. Could we talk more about, no, no, I, I think it's what we already discussed here. It's It's quite 
different from other places I visited. For sure, from other co-working spaces that are run more into like, you know, profit uh, view that, oh, this is, you know, hot desk and th th those are the rules. And the person at the reception desk is like, you know, some part-time employee that is only like checking money when you are going in. And here is different, yeah, because you are actually building the community and then you see the effects, yeah, because you have those people who are like, the hatchlings, yeah, the ex-hatcherians who are like coming and going and they're still in touch and they are interacting with each other. Yeah. I personally spend quite a lot of time with Fen, with Taps, with uh, Guillaume, with other people who, who I met here only because we were roommates yeah, for, for some time and then like, oh, actually we have so much in common and we can, you know, talk more. I think even David, who, who were not even doing yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't cross paths, yeah. but still we met yeah like here or or on an, on a dinner or ben day or somewhere else yeah so so it's quite important how do you view now the the co-working and co-living in terms of like if you would start from scratch again or if someone is like okay i want to hire you two guys please tell me one two three four what i do to make it successful i think it's um the way we do it is very different from other people in the sense of we ourselves mm. are part of the business mm. so other people i think we have a few investors or potential, potential, potential investors who wanted to run the same business mm -hmm. but i i don't think they are ready to be part of the mm. the community they just wanted to put money and yes. then wait until the money grows more money yeah and that's it's just it. like another hostel yeah, yeah. plus mm. co-living uh, plus co-working desk mm. so i think uh, it's, it's in trend now yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm, hotel mm -hmm. with co-working yeah there's there are a few uh, co-living place plus co-working mm -hmm. out there in which Malaysia, is actually yeah. Yeah. which mm -hmm. is actually uh, like hotel hotel setup mm. and uh, i don't think they focus mostly on community yeah yeah, yeah 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 so if you were to ask us if it's in malaysia i think it's still possible because we're here and we already have an established community we just need to extend our our um, presence more but if it's uh, in a different country mm -hmm. i think we both have to move to that country <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i was yeah it's always in my mind to expand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and Mm, what I, I would say, if someone were to want to ask us to, you know, give them pointers, I would want to invite them to come stay here first yeah, <laughs> and yeah. see for themselves, is this what they are looking for? Because as you said, this is very, very different, very personal. The community that we've built um, revolves around our passion and what we stand for. I'm not sure if others are having the same values as we have because everyone is different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But one tip is if you, if let's say, Piotrick yourself, you would like to build your own co-living wherever you on go. On a boat. Yeah, on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> That's my plan. Do you. Like, my advice is do you. Be yourself. Spread your passion. Like, mm -hmm. do what you like. And the people that you, you attract would be your tribe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you're a giving person so I'm, I'm sure you're full of resources anyone who wants to stay at your place mm. they will give they will ask you questions non-stop and I know you will give them so much answers because mm. you have a lot of resources 
Mm. I think that was what we we were providing uh, on top of an, a, a place with a combination yeah, yeah, of bed yeah. and a place to work and you, internet. We also provide a lot of uh, resources mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. people. To, yeah, that, that yeah, I can confirm. Whenever I have some weird question, <laughs> I ask Elaine or Kevin, and then in in few minutes I have the answer. Like, how do I open a, a door to my room if I lock the key inside? <laughs> it's one of them <laughs> that happened. <laughs> but yeah, you having the experience, how to deal with this kind of situations, you 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 information can is is very uh, is uh, like an asset. Mm. The community needs information, not only just connection, not only activities. We all need resources mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to live, to you know, to to run our lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if if anyone were to run their co living space, they need to build community in terms of I think what they can give to the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like for example, if you ask both of us, where can you learn how to make Art, where can you look at exhibitions? Where can you learn how to build things? Um, makers community, where mm. are they? Uh, we can always provide you all this information. Mm. Where you can learn meditation, I can always give you. You mm. want some healing <laughs> from from people? I, I always have people that yeah, I know yeah, I can yeah, introduce yeah. you. So this makes up the community that is interested in what we do. And mm. yeah, the same tribe. Uh, people that like what we like <laughs> i think it's quite similar to restaurants or cafes whenever i have a, a occasion to try something or just be anywhere in the world i always choose the place that is like one you know not a chain network or whatever that is like my last resort when when i cannot find anything then i would go to subway yeah because at least they have fresh veggies or they should have fresh veggies and <laughs> i have some you know sandwich but every single time i prefer oh it's a local small vegetarian place run by a family because you see the family behind the counter yeah there is like grandma and grandfather <laughs> and like two young kids because the parents are probably you know doing some other businesses like you know bringing the stock yeah to the restaurant so it it has the feeling yeah because when you go there even if the the quality yeah for for some people it's like oh it's some you know plastic plates or some you know plastic seats but the food is what should be valued yeah and, and why are you going there yeah it's are you uh, looking for you know great instagram photos but the <laughs> the taste of the food is actually so bad that only the, the photo looks great but then the, the dish is is they put nonsense they soul and the love into what they do exactly okay that's uh, how i look for places and i'm really happy that i i found the hatchery also by research uh, it wasn't like very deep research it was just kind of my next step uh, on the list of okay i i somehow know malaysia in different parts i know that kuala lumpur is kind of like a big city and actually the the plan before i came was uh, because i'm i'm using uh, revel business is one of the uh, fintech uh, from from europe uh, that gives you the the like mobile apps and other stuff and because i'm paying for the the premium version for my uh, british company they had for a very short time a perk like a free membership for we work yeah for the big uh, network of the co-working spaces and i could use it for like three months in in malaysia in kuala lumpur and kuala lumpur was actually one of the places where they were building the we work at the time 
and they were like very fresh to open. It was like very, very, you know, still a new thing. And I was thinking like, oh, actually, if I already have it, maybe I will just come and we'll try it. But eventually, when I wanted to try, it was already over. I think like too many people used this this perk, and it was like, oh, uh, we we cannot, you know, earn enough money from from this promotion. Uh, but eventually, I was sure to to yeah, let's let's try the the co living as a as a new thing, and uh, I like experimenting on myself, and then like finding new things that oh, possibly it will help me grow and yeah, you know. We're glad you're here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so just to go slowly into some conclusions and kind of uh, this uh, mindset of uh, conscious life and and what you do. Could you tell me more about how your your art and how your craft looks today? Like, do you do you have time? Do you have enough time after those shifts, like five years ago? Um, because in 2015, you you decided to finish the, the the career job. Yeah. So now you already established your, yourself in the freelance world and in the co-living space world. So do you have enough time to create your own stuff? Just As, as part of your your just creation process or or do you treat it more kind of like a regular job now that you have your workshops and and you you do it because you like teaching others how does it work for you today i think to me it's more like how i phrase the question what is my priority mm. so let's put uh, my woodworking career in the context of this question mm -hmm. i uh, when i started the woodworking career i didn't know what is my main target in the beginning mm. and but slowly along the way i started to f uh, realize that education should be my priority therefore uh, i whenever that comes to making decision whether should i build commission project mm -hmm. or focus on education i will always choose the education okay. that does not mean that i will not do any commission build at all because I will have to still polish up my skill mm. and making a custom build projects or even making something for myself is the best chance to level up I would say yeah, yeah, yeah. so it has to be in balance but priority is on the education side okay, so okay. to answer your question uh, <laughs> in more simpler way is mm. yes I do have the time But mm -hmm. it's actually come back to the question: What am am I going to spend the time is yeah, on? Yeah. yeah. So the education is the most important piece of the job today. And how how does it look like? Like if if I would like to join the wood uh, workshops today, what what do you teach and how how does it look for for Currently others? Currently, I have the best selling um, mm. part of the, the the education part is actually adult woodworking. Mm -hmm. I think it's also partially because of the pandemic situation. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned before, I do have I do teach children and adults, mm -hmm. but because of the lockdown situation, there's a lot of fr uh, kids friendly maker space uh, still in lockdown situation yeah. or at least partially lockdown. Mm -hmm. And many parents are still very uh, concerned and cautious mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. sending their kids into a group situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, adults are a little bit different because adults are able to take care of themselves without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no no parents that were told no parents, not, no not to do <laughs> something stupid. And everyone should be able to you know self um, 
social distancing social distance yeah. themselves. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and many adults are actually started to get tired of sitting at home, and people yeah, wanted yeah. to make stuff. And many people also realize that they are uh, they enjoy making stuff mm. when they have so much time at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them started to do some basic DIYs, and then they started to realize. Maybe this is what they enjoy, and they wanted to learn a little bit more. Mm. And I can see that uh, the situation has changed to make more people sign up the adult workshop nowadays. Yeah. Okay. So the okay. workshop is is actually for beginners. Mm-hmm. It's designed mm-hmm. to get people started. I do have some on and off some more advanced class, mm-hmm. but that's like a minor part. So the majority of the the classes are for beginners. It's and, every weekend. Yeah. And every weekend, in two days, you can create completely new object there. Yeah? So it in can one be a day. stool in one day. In one day. One day. Okay. Yeah. So you see, this is the workshop. The workshop settings are designed to be involve everything in the surface. Mm-hmm. You don't go deep into the philosophy complexity. or mm-hmm. complexity of woodworking. Mm-hmm. Everything I will share with them just enough for them to build one thing and mm. they are able to get the thing done and bring it home. Mm. So I don't throw a tree trunk for them to, <laughs> to chop. So some of the... So the woodworking is not that we go to the woods, no, like to the forest not, and yeah. like chopping. I thought that this is the part of it. So seriously. Like, yeah. That's also one of the reasons that I do this. A lot of people thought woodworking is difficult. In fact, it shouldn't be. A lot of people thought they need to go to the jungle. Yeah, exactly. It's like we need to get timber. Yeah, like you, you could need actually to be buy this. ready-made you know, lumber from the shop and you just you know, do a little bit of work on top of it. Mm. And the simple join and that's it. Mm. You do some basic finishing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you get a homemade or self-made DIY projects that mm-hmm. sweats involved, patience involved, and m- many people have a new insight after the, the build mm-hmm. and they start to appreciate their own creativity and they also appreciate handmade furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the point. That's the object that you can actually use that doesn't require any batteries, any subscription, <laughs> and you yeah. can have it for a very long time. and tangible thing yeah that yeah exactly a lot of people have been dealing with computer all all day and all night and yeah, yeah. i believe there are other people who are like me mm. that enjoy making something with their own hands and these mm-hmm. the best activities and lately i have been seeing a lot of people recognize this kind of experience and they mm. buy the workshop for their loved ones Mm, or their friends as a gift as, as a gift or celebrations awesome. Awesome. so yeah it's, it's it's better than spend it on luxury meal yeah that yeah, lasts yeah. only one day probably yeah yeah make a movement mm. so how does it work in the space of events you do elaine the the art like painting classes and other stuff that you do also for others yeah here i do run small scale kind of uh, painting workshops Mm -hmm. but mine is not uh, teaching skills as well i just um, i have a different way of approaching painting process which is more using intuitive skills that means 
we 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 are not confined with technical me- methodology. Mm-hmm. So I'm more expressive and thought about choosing colors and, and you know like just going around mm-hmm. your canvas. So I do that in a small scale mm-hmm. way. I'm also doing it online when the online thing kick starts by the pandemic. So mm-hmm. I will continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I make my own work and then. What I do is I exhibit and also make use of social medias to uh, promote my work. Basically, yeah, just painting and, and trying to market myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. selling when there's a chance, exhibition for people locally that can come and visit and like, you know, take a look at the real thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, that's my, my job. <laughs> do you still sell some paintings to German customers? <laughs> I wish <laughs> to. Yeah, I wish it, when the this whole crisis is over, then the um, courier is back on yeah back the, on track. Yeah, to, on their normal yeah, yeah to send stuff abroad. <laughs> yeah, otherwise easy. it's mm-hmm. hard. I do have orders and commissions from uh, overseas, hmm. but it became a halt during this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Before we finish, could you tell me uh, because I think it's it's also quite of important element of the whole picture that we are painting here what are the healthy habits like how do you approach what you mentioned the plant-based diet and the regular exercises and meditation classes and like music uh, activities it all i think is is part of the same pot yeah so so how do you view it and and why is it important for you guys i think in my point of view of healthy living is about uh, holistic mm-hmm. like i mentioned before we want to integrate our lifestyle in our career as because this is because we want to integrate it properly instead of splitting into different personality that is also one part of healthy living to mm-hmm. me i think holistically we also want to take care of our physical for example so mm-hmm. plant-based diet has been helpful for me i've been on vegan diet almost six years now and i could actually attest to this mm. and of course non cruelty is very important here yeah, yeah, we are all yeah. beings on the on the earth we shouldn't think ourselves superior than others and leaving other beings out of the plates is actually to me is is very important Yeah. So I think it's quite visible whenever I see you guys interacting with Ginger <laughs> or with Rabbit. Ginger is uh, our cat here, here in the Hatcher place, and we mention her qu- a couple of times. But uh, to be sure that she is uh, included in in this uh, interview, yeah, included in the Hatchery yeah, place, yeah, part of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah th- on... this is the part of of like living yeah. without the cruelty. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, we do live according to our values, which is more for compassionate living, authenticity. This is both a combination of both our um, values that we we hold high about. Yeah, we um, also practice um, spiritual practices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, which we don't really <laughs> preach, <laughs> but it's we, more like our personal journey. Yeah, 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 yeah we really. Uh, want to design our lifestyle in a very holistical way so we include mindful practices like this mindful eating (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm. uh, play 
creativity, sports, and then the intellectual part where we work mm. and in our conversations, in books we read. Basically, I think when we do this lifestyle, we I mean, when we started quitting our job and doing this, we have turned into really healthy creatures. Because <laughs> I remember having mm. bouts of um, un, unexplainable depress, depressive mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. Like this, everything just doesn't work for you. Mm. You just cannot explain why the mood is, is being um, affected, affected and, yeah, or influenced. Um, but mm. when we live our life like this, simple holistic and just i think it's really simple it's not mm. we don't really chase after flashy things <laughs> you you see we are so mundane and so boring and we are glad that people that's like what i like exactly right we do gardening and yeah. we like just yeah. jogging in our park exactly. you know? <laughs> that's life like we don't need to have you know newest cars yeah exactly. on the driveway because we don't value as as a symbol of anything yeah it's like yeah. Right. actually if we could have no cars that would be like the, the best thing ever yeah but yeah <laughs> we are still using it more as a tool yeah it's it's yes. that's that's a very it just, important it, part it does serve a purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when we do our expeditions yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we, yeah so yeah. when when we do this we realize that we are so much happier and more joyful lives are in our internal being we feel so harmonious uh, mm. peaceful and calm compared to our previous lives when mm. we chase after a lot of things we were chasing after new texts <laughs> new mm. gadgets mm. Uh, a lot <laughs> i was chasing after fashion and beauty and and all the creams and stuff that i needed to buy but now um it's so different and mm. so much more Really, I can live like this and retire for the rest of my life. <laughs> and just make art. <laughs> or oh, more cats, more plants. <laughs> okay, guys, before we go, uh, where uh, others should follow you online? Do you have any specific place that uh, you would like first others for the, to? For the co living and mm-hmm. co working, the hatcheryplace.com. Mm-hmm. Kevin? You can follow me at kevin.build in Instagram. So that's where I post most of my workshops and my even my experimental DIY projects. So and yeah. new creations. My creations. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, mine my Instagram is elainewong.art. Uh, my website is elainewongart.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all about my art and uh, my practices, my processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We I think we're just the three main things. I will put all the links uh, into the notes of this episode. Thank you. Thank you very much for this uh, interview and for all the questions answered. And I hope we can see each other more. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) Forever. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you for this chance. It's been good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Would you like to be notified about new episodes? Subscribe to Nerd on Tour newsletter. It's an email subscription list about all things digital nomad. Each Tuesday, you will get a minimalistic email from me. It can contain a short story, link to a new blog post or podcast episode. Every time, I try to make it practical and thoughtful. Subscribe at nerdontour.net newsletter.